Broadcasting from the heartland of America in the Hoosier Media Network Studios. The next generation in conservative talk radio. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Yes, indeed it is. What's up? Welcome into it. This is the Voice of Reason. I am Andy Hoosier, broadcasting out of the heart of the nation here at the Hoosier Media Network Studios. We are broadcasting coast to coast all over the place. Around the country on multiple radio stations, live streaming, podcasting, however you check out the show. It is so great to have you with us here for another weekend here for our weekend review on The Voice of Reason. And I am so excited about this program. I I get excited about every program, but I am especially excited for this one because we have two awesome guests. I am like giddy for both of them. And I'm, I can't wait to tease you and tell you about them here in just a moment. So welcome into it. This is The Voice Reason. I am Andy Hoosier. You can find us all over our social media at Hoosier Reason, H-O-O-S-E-R Reason, on all of our social media, on literally all of them, Facebook and the Tweety or X and Instagram and TikTok and uh, what else do we have? Oh, we have the Truth Social and the Parlor, and I don't even know what else. Whatever you're on, we have it. It's at Hoosier Reason, H-O-O-S-E-R Reason, and, of course, the website at HoosierReason.com. Uh, you can also find our live streams on all of those as well. Plus, you can download the podcast at The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier on any of your favorite podcasting sites. All that out of the way. Welcome into it. It is the best time of year, and I'm not talking about just Thanksgiving, although We are going into Thanksgiving week, which is hard to believe because still in the middle of the country, and Chad, you know this as well, it's been really warm still, and I'm still not okay with that because I want my 30, 40 degree temperatures for fall season because it's the end of November. But at the same time, we're still dealing with the 60 degree temperatures, so I guess we'll take what we can. Nonetheless, Thanksgiving is right around the corner. We will talk about that a little bit today. We'll have some fun with Thanksgiving, maybe some of your favorite meals. Uh, Chad, I have a question for you, though. Jump on the the microphone here for just a minute. Sure. I have a question for you. Uh, I've tried to get the answer to this from Mrs. Voice of Reason, and she won't give me the answer. But I have to ask you, I, I know they always say that you have to let a turkey sit for so many hours per pound to let it thaw properly, correct? Yes. Okay. Well, the next question that I have, then, is how many minutes per pound do I put it in the microwave for? If you're putting a turkey in the microwave, (laughs) you need really big help, and you need to not be in the kitchen. (laughs) Need to not be in the kitchen. I'm joking for all those listeners. That's like the the time I tried to hard-boil eggs in the microwave. Oh, I don't know if that's a good idea either. No, it blew up. No, that's right. Yeah, although a good fun psychic experiment for my daughter. That might be fun to watch for her. No, I am joking for those out there. Mrs. Voice of Reason makes an amazing Thanksgiving turkey every year. In fact, I don't know what she does with it other than I know that for like two, two or three days, she lets it soak in sweet red wine. And that's like one of her main seasonings. And then we bake it. So, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not I actually I said that joke years ago when i first started radio and i had people calling me left and right andy i if you need help cooking a turkey we will come over and we will help cook this turkey you know i can't believe you're putting this in the microwave they thought (laughs) it's serious so no i'm not putting the turkey in the microwave mrs voice of reason makes an amazing turkey and i wouldn't take anything else so there we go i will drive from texas to help you Yeah, I, I will not. But I, I one of these days, I may have to try it just as, again, another science experiment. But again, you have to go into how many minutes per pound do you actually stick it in the microwave for? 
So these are the questions. Like, how many licks does it take to get to the center of a lollipop? These are the questions that you have to have. Welcome into the show. We're going to get to some, like, serious stuff here on the show, on the program, I promise you. But happy Thanksgiving, because next time we talk to you, it will be post-Thanksgiving, and we'll be going into Black Friday mode. By next week, we'll be able to, like, recap all of the brawls that happen at the stores. And this year, it probably won't be at, like, Walmart for a big screen TV. It'll probably be at a grocery store for the last loaf of bread. So, Thanks to Bidenomics and the inflation that we've seen on groceries that are up near 30% nationwide, we'll probably see the brawls on deviled eggs and loaves of bread as opposed to flat screen TVs on Black Friday this week or this year. So get prepared for that. You know what you need in your life in order to be prepared for those brawls on Black Friday is some masculinity. Yeah, yeah. Now, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but pat yourself on the back and celebrate. This is a very important weekend. Chad, do you know what weekend this is? Are you aware? It's International Men's Day on Sunday, which means we get to celebrate. And this is something that's very difficult. This is almost like celebrating uh, your culture as a European ancestry because that's apparently whiteness. And therefore, you're celebrating racism or something by celebrating your ancestry as a white person or as someone from the European nations. But it's International Men's Day which means we get to throw out for a singular weekend. We get to throw out all of the ultra masculinity crap. We get to throw out all the toxic masculinity crap. We get to throw out the masculinity confession booths for a moment. And you, my friends, we get to celebrate that red-blooded American man, that testosterone-filled man, that cigar-smoking, alcohol and whiskey-simping, women-chasing alpha male across the nation. Pat yourself on the backs, my friend. This is your weekend because Sunday is officially International Men's Day. And I think we have to properly celebrate. So in celebration, it's hard bottom to of the a, hour. It's hard it, to be a trophy husband. Oh, it, ooh, it is hard to be a trophy <laughs> husband. Well done. Well done. On a roll today. Uh, all right. Bottom of the hour, we have Bear Wozniak. Now, just let that name resonate through your veins for a second. Bear Wozniak will be joining us on the program as he has written his book, The 12 Rules of Masculinity. He is a professional surfer. He is a bodybuilder and another just all-around badass dude. So Bear Wozniak will be joining us on the program and excited to have him on. We'll talk about International Men's Day and what it means what it means to actually be a testosterone-filled man in today. And by testosterone-filled man, I don't mean the injected testosterone in a female trying to be a man in today's society. So we have to clarify, apparently, today with the identity politics that are going on in the self-identifications that happen across the nation. No, no, we're talking about actually red-blooded, good old American mans that are going on in society, which is very difficult. In fact, there was an article from the Daily Beast as we look at our recap of the week. It's your Week in Review. So the Daily Beast, as you know, is a far left-wing progressive uh, website. And Republicans, here's the headline for them, because there was an incident that happened this week that I laughed hysterically. And I wish, not that I want it to happen, but I'm glad it happened. And I'm glad this individual stood up for himself. Good for him. There's an opinion piece out of the Daily Beast. Republicans are the party of asinine toxic masculinity. Uh Uh-huh. Now, what do they mean? Now, they were referring to an event that happened earlier this week of, I would say, a relatively masculine type of individual who challenged a teamster uh, during a hearing in uh, with Bernie Sanders being the chair of it, by the way, and he's not the most masculine kind of guy. But there's a Republican senator from the state of Oklahoma known as Mark Wayne McMullen, and he was 
in this hearing working with the Teamster president, Sean O'Brien. Now, as you know, Teamsters are pretty much thugs. And for those who don't know what the Teamsters are, the Teamsters are the heads of the unions across the nation trying to do the collective bargaining. Uh, And the Teamster really does act like a thug because apparently this has been an ongoing feud between O'Brien, the Teamster president, and McMullen, the U.S. senator. And they've had their spats back and forth for a while. And apparently O'Brien, the Teamster, went on a tirade on Twitter a while ago, threatening him, calling him out, saying that any time, any place, they're willing to fight. And here's why I say, while I don't want it to happen, and it is relatively unprofessional, I'm kind of glad it did happen the way it did. Because no one gets called out like that and then just walks away from it. If you get challenged that way, sometimes you have to push back against the bully. And unions and labor unions and Teamsters are 110% ultra bullies because if you aren't working for the union, you're not making a successful life. And that's really where this all came from. So McMullen had to put him in his place. According to the compensation data report, the U.S. Commerce Department, um, an average salary for private sector employee in 2019 was $4,000 higher than the average employee in force union states, uh, stating that right-to-work states pay more. Um, now, if we also want to break this down to statistics, which was quoted earlier by Mr. O'Brien, about wage differences, if you talk to the Bureau of Labor Statistics in non-union jobs, their average salaries raised 14.6% compared to 11% wage increase on unionized workers from 2020 to 2023. All right, so that was the buildup to it as he's going down as I were just completely obliterating this guy on stats on why working for a union actually hurts you more than it helps you. And that's why union membership has gone been on the decline for the last couple of decades. And this whole last movement, if you remember from the UAW, is their push to try and say, we need more union members because we're going to start this revolution and go after the evil corporations. That was the buildup. By the way, hat tip to Breitbart News for the audio. This is where he goes after the actual leader. Everybody knows this here. And the last time <laughs> him and I kind of had a back and forth. Uh, appreciate your demeanor today. It's quite different. But after you left here, you got pretty excited about the keyboard. In fact, you tweeted at me one, two, three, four, five times. And let me read what the last one said. Um, it said, greedy CEO who pretends like he's self-made. Sorry, I wish he was in the truck with me when I was building my plumbing company myself and my wife was running the office because I sure remember working pretty hard and long hours. Pretends like he's self-made. What a clown. Fraud. Always has been. Always will be. Quit the tough guy act in these Senate hearings. You know where to find me. Any place, any time, cowboy. So this is a time, this is a place. If you want to run your mouth, we can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, hold, stop it. Is that your solution? Every <laughs> no, no, sit down. Sit down. Okay. You know, you're a United States senator. You're a United States senator. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, so that was, again, a heads up to audiobreitbartnews.com. As McMullen challenged him, hey, you're going to run your mouth on the Tweety. Trying to be Mr. Bully on the interweb, trying to be one of those trolls. Let's go ahead and finish this man to man. Now, here's what many people may not be aware of. Mark Wayne McMullen, the senator who called him out for the tweets, is a former MMA fighter as well. And along with, a, obviously, a, biz, a plumbing business or whatever business that he has that he runs and became a senator, former MMA fighter, which means I'm pretty sure he's got some relatively good style to be able to fight. 
Now, again, not that I want physical violence and physical violence doesn't actually solve a lot of problems. But here's the point. How many times have you been called out like that to where you just walk away from it, which is the smart thing to do. But that allows the bully to continue to feel like they get away with it. And Teamsters, as I've mentioned, are 110% bullies. They are loudmouths. They are jerks. They're the ones that don't think that you can succeed as an individual would have to be part of the collective. So this individual, God bless him, this Senator McMullen, said enough is enough. And we're not going to tolerate this any longer. If you want to, fine, go ahead. Here's the time. Here's the place. Stand up and actually, you know, put your physicality where your mouth is, apparently. And I got to say, not only is it good to finally stand up to the bully, it is good to see some passion from an elected official. It's good to see some emotion from an elected official outside of just getting the 10 seconds of fame, trying to get you your sound bite, saying something on the floor, and then running it on social media like, I really stand for something, and then not actually acting upon it. It is kind of encouraging to me that we have elected officials that are willing to be out there and willing to stand up for what they actually believe in and actually fight for it, even potentially in a physical manner. We need that sometimes. I am reminded of, if you've never seen the video, highly recommend you go check out the video. There's some video of the Chinese, I believe, Chinese or Japanese, I don't remember, uh, some Asian country that was doing some type of congressional hearing, and it literally turned into a brawl on their house floor. And I'll never forget the guy that's getting pummeled by a telephone on the house floor. They're just beating each other to a pulp. We don't need to go that far, but I respect the heck out of them for having enough passion to stand up for what they believe in and taking it to that level. That, my friends, is how we do masculinity, standing up for what we believe in and not backing down. This is The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. It's America's political therapist. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. And you every single weekend here on the program. Welcome into my office, my friends. The Hoosierholics having an addiction to politics that we try to cure and fulfill that every single week here on the program here for the Voice of Reason all over the country. Multiple radio stations, TV, live streaming, podcasting. However you check us out, it's always wonderful to have you. So as we go down the road of masculinity which I know we were talking off the air a little bit, the uh, women are going to be shaking their heads all weekend long because we have to properly remind them all weekend that it is International Men's Day and we need to do the manliest man things that you possibly can, uh, which is very difficult to find nowadays. That's why we're seeing such a low membership and a uh, 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 number of individuals joining the military. As the military now apparently is trying to work on reversing their COVID-19 mandates that uh, where they got rid of so many soldiers during COVID-19 because they didn't take the vaccine. Say what? So now we have the military reversing that being, okay, you can actually come back in now because we don't have enough membership of the military and the next generation doesn't want to fight for the nation. And a lot of them, not all of them by any means, we're not looking at every individual. Of course, we're looking at the 30,000 foot view for just a moment. So not trying to just lump in everybody here. But there's a lot of the quote-unquote softer beta males that are in society that even wouldn't uh, do well in the military. Then we look at the mental health issues. Then we look at the obesity rates and the overweightness. And then we look at the uh, just physical activity of a lot of them. And they wouldn't even qualify for the military, which we've talked about sometime on the program as well. In fact, it's catching the eye of a lot of individuals. One of them 
one of the most manliest men that was out there and that's still out there and that says that the next generation is extremely soft. And that, my friends, is none other than Fabio himself doing an interview with Neil Cavuto on Fox News. Well, you know, it's like it's, it's a, today it's almost like, uh, you know, um, they, they don't like a man that testosterone. Of course, you know, in time of war, what are you gonna, who are you going to rely to? You know, soldiers, you know, they have to have testosterone. And I mean, talking about, look, uh, you know, it's like these people, Hamas and, uh, you know, the plenty of testosterone and, you know, the people they are taking their side. I mean, you know, it's, it's, you know, the world is upside down right now. You know, it's like, a, it's, it's a, you know, there's well, what's no more. Soft, well, what's it's, soft it's, about the Fabio? When I caught that, I just thought, you know, you were a very attractive face on the cover and all of that. And now you obviously have very deep, profound political views. But are you saying some of the modern romance characters, the men are wusses? Yeah, hogwash. They're going to be in and out. They're going to be in and out. I mean, that's, that's the reality. Well, what's your advice you know, for the uh, modern Fabios out there who are trying to do what you did? Good luck, because I think that a fraction of the covers are, are their way. You're, you know, I think you'll hold that record. But what do you, if you had to give them advice, young guys like, you know, a young version of you, what would you tell them? Be yourself and don't drink soy milk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, be a be a man, be yourself, and don't drink soy milk. I think that pretty much sums it up. I think that, hey, what's masculinity today? Not drinking soy milk. I think that's a pretty good feat to do is not, not drink the soy milk in society today. We have a crisis, and it seems like when you look at the history of society, we've seen a, de- a decline in society when we've forgotten to be masculine when we've forgotten what men and not saying what roles are gender roles here man roles women roles i'm not trying to talk about that but when men stop being men the true nature of what men are supposed to be providers and the strong ones and the builders and the creators women can do that stuff too not trying to do the whole women versus man thing here but when men forget what their role is what their purpose is their genetic purpose we begin to decline society begins to decline and that's happening Right now, in front of our eyes, when we get so soft that we have to demonize a man and to the point to where women say that just by being a man and being attracted and doing stupid things to attract a female is now somehow uh, toxic masculinity and you're raping her just metaphorically by being a man. We have some adjustments to do. So we'll talk about some more of that when we come back around the corner. Ben Bear Wozniak joins us on the program. 12 Rules of Masculinity. We'll do some of that when we come back on a International Men's Day program special hour here on The Voice of Reason. Stay here. This is The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Truth, reason, and common sense. This is The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right it is. Truth, reason, common sense, rationale. That's what we do here on the program each and every weekend. It's your weekend recap here on the show. So great to have you along for the ride. Radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting. I'm trying to find, over the weekend, or this past week, I saw a headline, and I'm trying to find it now, and I can't seem to find it anywhere. It's driving me nuts. But as we talk about International Men's Day this weekend, we talk about ultra-masculinity. We talk about the push for, quote-unquote, toxic masculinity in society. Is that true? Uh, Well, okay. Sorry. Uh, as we try and 
uh, create the beta males of society for the new generation. And look, I'm a millennial. I'm 35. And they say that my generation has started a lot of this trend and those behind me as well, that the beta males are there. We need to have our ultra masculinity confession booths. We need to apologize for being the ultra manly alpha males that we try to be that (laughs) there was a story of a a progressive, and I was trying to find the video, but then I think there were some expletives in it either, so I couldn't play it on the radio anyways. But she was complaining about how there's no manly men on the progressive side of the aisle and how all the ultra, the the alpha males, the manly men, the masculine men are all Republicans, and she doesn't like Republicans because she's a progressive. So you kind of get what you want. I guess if you want to, you could just try to pretend that a female is a male, and I guess you could do it that way as well. I don't know, man. What a crazy world. By the way, Greg or uh, Chad, real quick, jump on here with me. Ask, I love this part of the show. Ask me what I did today. Yeah. Well, so okay. What did you do today? What did I do today? I I uh, I totally pulled a manly thing. I replaced the headlights on both my car and my wife's truck. I did that all by myself. I I did that. Not very many people can do that anymore, is replacing headlights or changing oil. or something. I actually still have grease on my hands. But Mrs. Voice of Reason was like, you kind of need to wash your hands before you start a radio show. And I said, no, this is a manly show, and I'm going to do it with my dirty hands because I'm going to prove that there are still some masculine men in society today. I did that. Now, I almost did that. I actually got the wrong headlight bulb, so I have to go replace that tomorrow before I can actually change it. But by golly, I did it myself. And talk about some of that and more. Happy to have on the program. Let's shift gears a little bit, shall we? Let's go to the Hoosier Media Hotline. I'm having way too much fun with this show today. Uh, He is the author of the book, 12 Rules for Manliness. Where have all the cowboys gone? Excited to have on here. Probably one of the most manly names out there, Bear Wozniak. Bear, how are you, my friend? Hey, Aloha. Good to talk to you, Andy. Yeah, it is great to have you on. First off, uh, I appreciate you very much for jumping on the show. Happy International Men's Day. Are we losing masculinity in society, do you think? Well, first of all, I don't even use the word masculinity anymore. It's been co-opted. It's it's uh, been turned and twisted into so many meanings. So I just like to say that provocative word manliness. I heard you using that often enough uh, uh, in the introduction. You know, the word man in Latin is where you get the word birth. And ver is the root word for the word virtue. And so why not challenge men to be manly? But yeah, we've really lost, lost touch with, uh, with um, you know, in our culture. Man, men have been uh, marginalized. They've been made fun of. And, and a lot of men, I hear people say, you know, they make fun of us. They, they, uh, they push, us, push us out of our roles. But the reality is that we allowed that to happen because we, we weren't uh, living a life of manly virtue. So many men now are just pursuing a life of virtue. And excuse me, of um, of pleasure and not really seeking uh, to live a life taking on the responsibilities that are naturally naturally theirs. Amen to that. I love that you mentioned that because while we talk about, I, I love that term as well. You said manliness as opposed to the masculinity because it's so politicized, I guess, behind that term that while we seek the pleasure, there's a part of it that I think both men and women have both forgotten, but men especially is the responsibility. I mean, Barry, it almost seems like that there's a world full of cause and effect, a action and a reaction, a consequence to an action that you take. And we've kind of forgotten that simple, that uh, philosophy, haven't we? You know, the, the, uh, the word for, for, uh, for man in uh, another word for man in Latin is, is, is homo, where we get coming from the word humu, which means mud. 
And uh, you think about when Adam was uh, created, Adamo is the word mud, uh, you know, in the Hebrew. So we've kind of lost touch with the, the fact that men are supposed to be gritty. Uh, we're supposed to grind away at life. We're supposed to have fortitude. But we do, we're supposed to do that in the, in, in the realm of laying down our lives for those that we love. You know, uh, John Paul II, who I love, a uh, great philosopher, uh, his first writings were called Love and Responsibility. You really can't uh, say that you love without being responsible, without taking responsibility. And when, when men can, honestly, I think it goes back to when uh, the pill came out and men could take women to bed without, uh, without being responsible for the consequences, assuming there, would, there wouldn't be pregnancies. Uh, the whole fabric of the family broke down. You know, men became less and less um, uh, protective, less and less responsible for the for the people in their lives, and it just tore tore down the fabric of our society. And you look at how many men are incarcerated. Four out of five of them come from uh, a family without a father in the home. So we really need men. When I go out and speak, we speak all over the country. Uh, when I go out and speak, my wife is often with me. My beautiful bride, my Tandem bride, we tandem surf. I won my world titles in surfing, uh, lifting her and surfing uh, in these extreme lifts. But when we show up, um, there'll be women, before we can even get out of the car, we'll surround our car and say, please tell the men we need them to be men again. And, and we were driving along the beach in Waikiki near our home, going up around Diamond Head, and Cindy over and said, you're going to love the song. And she turned it up, and it was Paula Cole singing, where is my John Wayne? Where have all the cowboys gone? So I go back to my great, I love the, the Western movies. So many of them inspired by Louis Lamour, the great Western novelist. And I use a lot of Louis Lamour quotes in my book because I've read all 105 of his books. Uh, because the men in his books uh, were virtuous. And the women, by the way, were also, he's one of the first authors to really represent women as being strong. Uh, yeah. And so, uh, but that isn't to say that they weren't sometimes in a vulnerable position. And so we need cowboys again. We need, we need men that will be a man of the word, that will ride for the brand, that will, um, will uh, you know, treat women with, with uh, dignity and uh, will get the job done. We need, we, that's what we need now in the world more than ever. I completely 110% agree, and I love it. Let's go a step further as well as we talk about manliness and the role of what the men are doing and what really their purpose is genetically of what we're supposed to be doing. Let's talk about the women for a minute because just because men are supposed to be gritty and supposed to be tough and supposed to treat women a certain way doesn't mean that women are supposed to be the soft, dainty ones either, right? I mean, we have the cowboys. We also have the cowgirls, which in my opinion – were the true quote unquote feminists to stand right by their man to stand along and do the same and do these strong duties as well and be able to be survivalists? Well, well you know, my bride uh, is a cowgirl. She's a barrel racer and she's uh, she was a trick rider. But also, you know, I, when I first met her, I called her TC. I called her Tough Chick because you know she was tough. She skydived. She would she would uh, barefoot ski. And when we tandem surf, it's pretty radical. The waves can get big, and she has to really. I have to really inspire us. Uh, I trust in her, but she has to be willing to trust me. And when that happens, when she lets me do what I do best, which is I choose the wave. Uh, we paddle in. I get up. Uh, she gets up right after I do. I'm surfing. She turns. I put her in a lift as soon as I can. And then you know what? People don't look at me when, I, when we're surfing. They look at her power and her beauty and her grace. You know, women are more highly distilled than men. They come from, the, from near a man's heart by his rib, uh, the Bible wow. tells them. So... Um, you know, when I, when, I, when I can inspire that kind of trust in her so that her power and her beauty and her grace is displayed, 
There's nothing more awesome, nothing more powerful than that. But it takes a, a, a woman that's strong in order to do that. But there are certain things, there are certain roles that, that a man has to play and, uh, and a woman uh, does better. Uh, and so we need to, we need to come, we need to return not to the machoism of the past, you know, but more to, but back to men seeking the true good, willing the true good for others and, and seeking the true good by laying down their lives. Amen to that. I absolutely love it. I, I love it. I love it. We're talking with Bear Wozniak. He is a world champion surfer, certified ninja black belt, also author and speaker. He also has his Bear Wozniak Adventure radio program, and you can also find his ministries on web, on his website at bearsschoolofmanliness.com. Bearsschoolofmanliness.com. I absolutely love it, along with his book, which you have to check out, which is The 12 Rules of Manliness, Where Have All the Cowboys Gone? Bear, do you think we talked about the decline in manliness across the nation do you think that's been done intentionally to try and remove manliness to cause the disruption in society and to cause havoc and anarchy within society and the family unit to break it apart for whatever vicious purpose? But do you think it's been done intentionally? Well, I, I look at it in a, in, a, in a sense of the spiritual the spiritual battle in the heavenly places that I you know I really do believe in a in a beautiful personal God who loves me, but I also believe in in, in this bully Satan who's really just a punk. But he's doing all that he can to undermine um, manliness because he because men, you know, we, we get to call ourselves father, which is an incredible honor, gives us tremendous tremendous dignity. But we uh, we that's because we're icons for God the Father, who in the moment someone is conceived, that heavenly father infuses in someone a spiritual, rational soul with unique gifts and talents and abilities and made in the image of God. And so Satan hates the image of God. So I don't look at it just in terms of the natural world, the, the, the dark conspiracy in the natural world, but see, it, goes, it goes deeper than that. And that's why I say men need to be dangerous again. Um, so many men, you know, the, to me, a dangerous man, the first level of being dangerous is just to say uh, the simple prayer, thy will be done. That, that's a, that's wow. a dangerous thing to pray because, because it may require of me, you know, a certain type of martyrdom, but it also makes me dangerous. I want to be the kind of man who, when I get up in the morning, the devil says, oh, no, he's up. I start my day in prayer. I start my day. I keep the day I pray for my family. So I'm, I'm first fighting battles at the spiritual level. But then I'm also willing to take moral stands. I'm also I'm willing to do uncomfortable things. I'm also willing not just to yeah. be a nice guy, but to actually be a good man. Yeah, I love it. I absolutely, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. We're talking with Bear Wozniak. Hang on the line here when we come back. I want to continue this conversation. I want to shift gears and talk about what we can do for our children, for the next generation, for the next generation of boys coming up on how we can bring that back in society. We'll do that again right around the corner with Bear Wozniak right here on The Voice of Reason. Stay here. This is The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Where Hoosier Holics gather every week. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Yes, indeed it is. Join us every single week. We'll fulfill your prescription for politics. We'll therapy you as your political therapist, and we'll do it all together as your Hoosier Holic greeting place every single week. Welcome back into the program. Hanging out with us today, we have Bear Wozniak. He is author of the book Twelve Rules for Manliness. Where have all the cowboys gone? You can find his website at bearsschoolofmanliness.com. 
Again, Bears at schoolofmanliness.com. He's a world champion surfer. He's a ninja. A ninja black. That's just awesome. Mayor, I got to ask you. Uh, how long did it take for you to do all this stuff? I mean, you've obviously been a world surfer, which uh, uh, you said Aloha, so I'm assuming you're down in Hawaii, which is amazing, uh, to live the lifestyle down there, to be the surfer, to be, uh, to have the black belt and, and be so, uh, uh, just uh, to have so much training under your belt. Uh, first off, congratulations, but it's amazing. I, I look up to you, my friend. That's something I've always wanted to do. You know, it's so funny because I just lived probably a little bit longer than you, so I've had more time to to do to do stupid stuff but yeah I'm, I'm kind of wired for adventure my own personal creed is the most radical quest a man can pursue in life is to abandon himself to the wild adventure of god's will but uh, mm-hmm. underlying there the word adventure it's just kind of the way i'm wired you know but um you know but i gotta say um we're, we live in hawaii but we're in the virgin islands right now and i'm listening to your this last little segment and my wife and I were practicing yesterday, tying our bowline because we're going to be surfing, not surfing, sailing here for a couple of months in the Virgin Islands. You know, around the, what is it, down the hole, around the tree, back to the hole is how yes. you tie a bowline. We were practicing that yesterday. I love it. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It is sad that there are so many out there that just don't understand these basic concepts. I, I can't wait. Now, I have a daughter. My daughter's nine years old. She's in the fourth grade. I do not have a son, uh, but I'm teaching her essentially the same stuff to be self-dependent, to be independent, to be strong, like we had mentioned about what curls are supposed to do. But let's talk about the next generation beer in the last few minutes that we have. How do we bring this next generation back? Because right now we are in society, we are demonizing men for being evil, being toxic. We're trying to replace women with the men for whatever reason and accepting men as women. And we're downplaying the role of women. We're just all over the place. We don't have any more men. Women can't be the men. And now we're trying to turn the men into women. Well, you know, we got, we got men like you, Andy, and, and, and I think so many of the conservative men. You know, I got to say, that's why I wrote this book, 12 Rules for Manliness, Where Have All the Cowboys Gone? It's a great way for men to to sit, to talk, you know, once a week, talk with their sons and just say, let's read this book together. What does it mean for a man to live by a creed? What does it mean for a man to live by a code? What does it mean for a man to be a, a man of his word? You know, things like that. And to go through that and actually have discussions. The thing that's tough with dads and their sons, you know, you know they come home from school and so they say, so what did you do today? Oh, nothing. You know, it's hard to get traction in that conversation. So this book, 12 Rules for Manliness, it's, it's for men to read. It's for men and women. It's actually for women, too, who are trying to understand, you know, what kind of man they, uh, they want to marry or what a man is. But this book really gives them, gives them the fathers a chance to get traction with their sons. And I think um, a father has to spend time with his, his daughters and with his sons. I know I used to grab one of my kids no matter where I, where I if I was going to the hardware store or where I was going, I always grab one of them and go hiking yeah. with them. I'd coach their teams. Uh, we need to be involved in their lives. We need to listen to them. But more than anything, we need to be we need to be examples for them. We need to be someone that they can count on. That, that my dad is a man of principle. That he says what he means and and uh, he doesn't. He's not easily moved. He doesn't move from from what he believes to be the true good. And uh, so we need to have those kind of examples. But the thing is, is we need right now the younger generation. Andy, we I've spoken a lot of college campuses in the last. Uh, the last two months, the last two weeks, I should say, they tried to cancel it just because of the title of the book. But the one thing I tell the young men is, I, there's, a, there's a verse that the angel spoke to Joseph, do not be afraid to take Mary to you as your wife. Right now, the young men are like deer frozen in the headlights. They're afraid to even ask a girl on, on a date because they're, you know, they're, 
they're worried what they'll be accused of, and then they're afraid yeah. that they they do ask a woman to marry him, she's going to steal all of his money, and just we need some courageous men to to. And it was so cool to have that experience of challenging these young men. And one young man came up to get his book autographed, and I said, "That girl's been cracking you, man. You got to ask her out on a date." And we need we need men to man up and beat uh, uh, yeah. Like, we got to man up. We got to man up. I, I love it. You're absolutely right. We have to teach them. We have to lead by that example. We have to show them that example, and we have to give them that opportunity and to not be afraid. I am afraid of the dating scene for my young generation, for the for my daughter. I'm afraid for what they're going to have to deal with because it's an entirely different world. 12 Rules for Manliness. Where have all the cowboys gone? Go and check out the book on Amazon, other places as well, plus the website, bearsschoolofmanliness.com. We're out of time, my friend. It's Barrett Wozniak. I love it. Keep up the fight, my friend. Keep being that beacon. We got to get you back on the show again here real soon. Got to take a break. Hour number one, all in the books. When we come back, hour number two, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene will have her on the program. Bear, we thank you very much, my friend. We'll do it again soon. Until then, right around the corner here on The Voice Reason. Stay here.